Hello everyone, and welcome to another episode of Awakening with Sarah. I'm your host, Sarah Adams, musician and transformational life coach, bringing you powerful wisdom, helpful tools, and inspiring music to support you on your journey of awakening. And in this episode, we're going to talk about something that is very close in my life. And I know as human beings that this is a part of what some of us go through. And so the topic for today is recovering from addiction and codependency to people, especially crushes, romantic love, attraction, really that sense of being dependent, right, on an external person to fill something that's missing and how do we how do we bring our power back into our own heart while still remaining open and loving to everything in our external world but being able to love from an empowered sense of wholeness and so there are several steps to this process. Now, romantic love, of course, is a beautiful thing and it does create a fantasy bond which contributes to physical attraction and chemistry. And it's often what brings us together. Very often, it is what brings two people together in a relationship. Oftentimes, bonds, fantasy bonds, and physical attraction are part of karma, of connection we've had to this person in the past. Actually, it can be past lives where there was something unresolved and we feel compelled to complete a contract. Or it can be a memory of a very beautiful union and we're just very attracted to that. But whatever it is, we know that romantic love and spiritual, physical, sexual attraction is one of the most powerfully magnetic experiences that we have as human beings. And what makes it even more compelling is that this masculine feminine union and I'm not saying you have to be in a masculine body or a feminine body but the two poles of the masculine and the feminine when they come together this is the closest thing to our home frequency that we will ever experience thus romantic love has the power to advertise for us and give us a glimpse of a state of deep wholeness and union with our own masculine and feminine aspect. And when our own masculine and feminine aspects are coming together in this communion, this opens a portal to source consciousness, you know, to God, to the higher self, whatever we want to call our higher power 
the portal to that higher power opens when lover and beloved are in communion. <laughs> My, the cat is walking on top of me. <laughs> you may hear some purring. Tail is wagging. Yes, and some meowing too. He likes to make biscuits on my belly, and that's what he's doing right now. Are you going to make muffins? So, this beautiful topic of romantic love, you know, it's a, it's a marvelous experience in a human body. It can also be crippling if you become addicted, right? It can really become crippling. Crippling is a good word because all of a sudden, all of your own power, all of your own self-love is being projected onto another. So how, how do we bring back that projection? And how can we not only bring it back, but how can we use that projection to take us into a state of even more self-love? That's the real art, right? Uh, so... As we affirm for ourselves that everything we see in the beloved can only really be found in the self. Everything we seek in the beloved can only truly be found in the self. And so whatever it is, however blissful that experience is when we think of making love with or bonding with or communing with in any way that external beloved no matter how beautiful that is it truly is only consummated in the lover and beloved relationship that occurs within our own dna right within our own embodiment of lover and beloved there's a song by Tina Malia called Beholding. And some of the words in that song are so beautiful. I'll just sing the first part. It says, When the sky and the earth, woman and man, touch in the center with folded hands, this I know will be this i know when the love and the lover rest in each other holding the one beholding one another this i know so this is describing the state of the dna when it's pair bonding and creating this beautiful ecstatic spin of the masculine and the feminine of the electro and the magnetic, of the light and the sound. It is this pair bond that connects us with our home frequency as love. And so whatever we can do to begin cultivating and resting in that home frequency of love through our own self-love through the cultivation of that inner hearth that inner flame of self-love 
that can help us begin to bring our power, the power of our magnetic glowing flame within back into ourselves, which is truly the only place where we will ever find power is in the cultivation of this God flame, this communion of the masculine and feminine through our own reconnection of circuitry. And so just taking a breath here. Really consciously breathing is one of the main ways that we can reconnect with our core. Reconnect with our power and reconnect with our love. Reconnect with that creative source of love that has given us life itself, right? This great gift that has been bestowed upon us as part of the living matrix. Sometimes that which is the most simple is the most magnificent. I mean, we are consciousness, right? That is in a body and yet aware of itself being aware. This is something that no other species has. This is a human being has this ability to have the awareness of being aware. And when it run, runs amok, it can cause us to identify with some very difficult emotions and it can cause a lot of suffering. But when we can simply be aware without attaching, without attaching to the positive or being repelled by the negative, but just resting in awareness itself. It is here in the stillness with the core of our soul that everything returns home to this primordial sea of love and we may for a long time find ourselves reaching out toward the beloved the one in time that we are codependent or addicted to. And that's okay. But we begin to establish a magnetism within self, an attractor field within self that calls 
the consciousness that attracts the consciousness. Oh boy, there's something beautiful happening right here at home in my own heart. And it starts to, I don't know if this is the best word, but what's coming to me is it starts to compete with that external object. The one in time, the one who is addicted starts to go, oh, there's something really delicious right here in my own heart. What is this, right? And it begins to come home to the sweetness of the breath, of the heart, of the beloved within. And as we come ever more to rest inside the beloved, knowing that all the treasure that we could ever seek for outside ourselves is truly within us. And that anything outside of us is just serving as a catalyst, a catalyst to awaken a deeper communion within the self. So that beloved on the outside can give us a map, give us a glimpse, give us a, a beautiful illumined frequency of the frequency we're looking at, we're looking for that's ready to be excavated within the self. And to excavate these fields of greater communion, we do have to go through some traumas. And so in a very real sense, the beloved comes as our self to lead us home to our self. And to see our name written in lights and feel the dance of lover and beloved. So that that part of our latent DNA that is not in consciousness gets called forth into consciousness. And then we move through the walls of separation of feelings that maybe we've buried. And we open this treasure chest of new and greater communion with self. And so we can see that it truly is a great gift to be to see this glimpse of communion.
for it triggers the awakening of the layers within us that we would not have seen. We would not have been catalyzed to open these presents under our Christmas tree if we didn't receive that matching frequency outside of ourselves. And so even though it's painful, it's painful to be addicted and it's painful to separate from the one that our astral body, our emotional body has put cords on. It's painful to disconnect those cords but it is truly an experience of grace because how would we see the next presence to be opened how would we know those if we were not given this jump in frequency outside of ourselves and so whether it be longing for a certain other human being or longing for a dream to come true that carries a certain frequency. Our longing for anything in the external world is so much caused by our longing to come home to the self, to expand, to unfold, to blossom more of our divine blueprint because everything is frequency and frequency is determined by the level of light we embody i'm gonna say that again frequency our frequency the frequency that we hold and the frequency that we attract is determined by the level of light that we embody or we could say the level of love that we embody so it does kind of go back to the bible you know seek ye first the kingdom of god and all else shall be added unto you And yet, sometimes the higher self, in order to reach us, in order to draw us into our next level of light, must bring something in the external world that catapults us into a much higher frequency so that we then must become that frequency we must once we've tasted that frequency outside of ourselves we must cross the chasm to become the bridge and embody that frequency inside of us as a grounded sovereign 
self-contained, stable state of love embodied. And so it's really beautiful to be speaking on this topic because right now I am in the process of withdrawing myself from an external addiction. And it takes as long as it takes. I think we really have to be patient with ourselves because romantic love is so compelling. It's the closest thing to home in a world so different from our home. And so we take our inner child by the hand and we promise it that we're going to become this beautiful frequency that it tasted outside and that we're going to wrap it up in our heart and our arms and we're going to shine all the love until we can fill the cup to match what the external beloved brought and we open the door to this wedding hall where the dance of lover and beloved the dance shoes are rusty and the the record player barely plays and the floor is dusty and the dancers have forgotten their steps but we open the door to this dance hall and we begin recovering this great and beautiful dance between the masculine and the feminine until we ourselves become a dancing festival of light And then our frequency rises to match. That's when we are set free. We are set free from the external pull when our internal frequency reaches the same level as the external catalyst. So if this is happening to you right now or happening to someone you love, and this can happen when you're in a marriage, you can receive these activations even when you're in a loving partnership. So just being patient. Our higher selves right now are really pulling out all the stops to take us to higher levels of light embodiment because we truly are moving at the speed of light right now toward the embodiment of our infinite Christ consciousness. Truly beginning to turn the page from separation consciousness into 
unity consciousness. It's because our time is up in duality. The earth is ascending to her next level and we are going with her. And so the school of earth is intense. The courses that are being handed down by the higher self might seem, oh, may seem just ruthless in their power to cleanse and to bring up pain and to call us through the darkest places into the caves where the snakes and the bats and all the things we most don't want to face. We're being called into those caves, right? To become the love that can shine into those distortions and draw all of ourselves, all of ourself back into the love beyond all illusion. So may we find ourselves and may we find that great love of the Holy Mother and the Holy Father that is always holding us. And may we find our abundance, all of, all of the abundance that we seek outside. May we come to know that abundance with zero degrees of separation from the absolute core of our own true love essence. May it be so, may it be so, may it be so.